Hi everybody, this is Mike and welcome back to one of my point five episodes where I share a story about some of something that happened to me and my experience as an entrepreneur and the lesson I learned from it and I try to spur your thinking into what lesson you might have learned from the story as well. I call this one slowing down to grow up. On the football field, when I was a kid and a teenager, I was fast. Not the fastest, but in the top 10, I'd say. One of a few hares amongst many other tortoises. Those days are long gone, and these days, I'm definitely the reverse. A tortoise settled into the comfort of a slow and steady mindset and pace. I think, talk, and walk slowly. Slow enough that sometimes I need to tell myself to pick up the pace. I'm sure I drive New Yorkers crazy. In a world where speed is celebrated, expected, and in many cases demanded from just about everyone and with just about everything, being slow can be a distinct disadvantage. Or not, as I've come to find. It's not that I don't love speed myself. I do. I want fast service, fast downloads, and fast answers whenever possible. We have internet TV at our new house, and buffering can just make me crazy, as can Google searches that don't provide me exactly what I'm looking for on page one. But when it comes to building a company or people, to building a culture or a mission, I believe that more times than not, it's the turtle, like me, that wins the race over the speedy hare. Not a lot gets made of that in the press and the internet world these days. Their space is usually, usually reserved to tell the fast stories. The meteoric user stats, the gazelle-like sales growth percentages, and the quick exits at unicorn valuations. I've heard them described as lottery winner stories. But then what happens? A lot of times the company fizzles out to nothing because there never was uh, any revenue, or worse, not a profit model, or the sale to a big company results in the founders booking out of there as fast as they can with their cash in the bank, while the new owner decides to absorb the business into their established, dissimilar culture and infrastructure, only to conclude a few years down the road that it's not working and then taking a charge to earnings to write down the value of the acquired business to something much closer to zero than the price where it was bought. Warren Buffett is the most highly regarded slowpoke I know about in the world of business. He's also one of the few that appears to be adored for making decisions at slow, sloth-like speeds. I've heard him talk about loving businesses that have a big market, great management, and a huge moat meaning they built something that's hard to duplicate and therefore hard to compete with as well, particularly over the long term. Achieving those things takes time, patience, and learning. It usually doesn't happen in a keystroke. When I started my business, I told myself that it could become a $50 million business in five years. Five years. I didn't tell that to the world. I just told that to me. I'm not sure what I was smoking at the time, but I was obviously thinking about that with something other than my brain. Because as I got into it, reality woke me up in a hurry. 
getting customers, hiring employees, buying equipment, figuring out how to make money and to lead the fragile little startup was hard. Those things took time, money, education, mistakes. I learned slowly. Nothing ever happened as quickly as I or the hair trapped inside the tortoise me ever wanted. Instead, it always happened the way it was supposed to. When the preparations had been completed, when it was ready, when I was ready. There's no doubt that the lottery-winning stories, the Instagrams, the Facebooks, the Ubers, the RX bars, and others are amazing stories. Way more amazing than mine, or most others, I'll freely admit. After all, who wouldn't want a large piece of those pies? But like all lotteries, the odds of such a success are always stacked in the house's favor. And in business, the house is called failure. Which is where a lot of the hairs, the ones you don't hear about, along with a few that you do, can end up. Slow and steady won the race for me. It took me through the ups and downs of starting, learning, growing, sustaining, and eventually selling a business that I helped create and that I loved. The journey took 22 years for me, a long time for some, and a blink of the eye for a multi-generational business. I realized that it's not a time frame that feels right for everyone, but it turned out to be what I needed to get the business and to get me started from scratch, nurtured to life, grown to scale, and ready for market. If it had happened in what amounted to a moment, I might be more famous, or maybe I'd get interviewed more frequently. But I wouldn't know or have an appreciation for what it takes to make something special that lasts. So here's my lesson. I love speed when it comes to many of the things in my life, especially when speed results in greater convenience for me, my family, and my company. I thought that speed was important in growing my business, but my experience convinced me otherwise. I wasn't ready for speed when I started at age 26. Who is at that age? I was lucky that I didn't sprint the race all out at the beginning, only to run out of gas far short of the finish line. To win at the end, I needed training that I had no idea about at the beginning. And that training helped me and the business go from startup to grow up. And grow up is where the value in nearly every business is built. So what's your lesson? Thanks for listening to this episode of the How Did Happen podcast, where we believe that success doesn't happen unless you make it happen. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you like to listen. And while you're there, please rate it and leave a comment as well. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the show, ideas for future guests, or whatever you'd like to share. And of course, you can always find me at MikeMalatesta.com. See you next time. Thanks again for listening to the How Did Happen podcast.